Hello and welcome back to the podcast. My name is Dave, and uh, Ian's just been giving me tirades about my getting a bow just then. So Listen, uh... the the quantities, the nuclear level, the the the, the WMD level of of shit you've given me over the years about being an archer. Yeah, and now you're going to be an archer. I'm I'm, I'm apoplectic. Anyway, so good. It was... <laughs> This has ha- this has worked exactly how I hoped it would. Oh my um, gosh! It's it's perfect. Oh. So uh, it's like it, it feels like a targeted attack. Uh, it, yeah, it feels like you've literally done it for the memes. Although I know you haven't. Yeah, no, um, I have. <laughs> no, I literally have. Oh, but we're um, we're back into questions uh, for part two. Thank you so uh, much for joining whose us. Turns it's yours. I think it might be mine. Yeah, it's um, but yeah, thank you so much for all these questions. By the way, it's. I think you'll agree. I think these are really good questions, mate. They're great, and thank you so much, everyone, for doing them. Yeah. Uh, it's one of those things where you put like out a thing like uh, asking for questions yeah. and then you're kind of worried that like you're not going to get any responses and yeah, we've had absolutely. some cracking responses so from Nicholas Young uh, has your view on LARP changed this year from last year what does the hobby need oh, big hitting in straight away young, first question of part two young Nicholas um, I've got quite a big answer to this so you, you go uh, you, you, I mean, you have uh, you're a lot more experienced in, in a way of different systems, different things. You've seen other stuff. Um, I could literally do a standalone episode on this. Uh, I'll, I'll blast through a few things then. Yep. Um, I'll see what you think. Uh, first of all, infrastructure. Hmm. Um, there needs to be um, more dedicated sites that are more tailored towards doing um larp like uh like a lot of different like okay empire yeah that site is no longer fit for purpose right like it's there's too many people the roads are fucked um it's just the infrastructure isn't there for that amount of people to be on that site um eversley which is an amazing site no running water right like um that would be really good to have um there's lots of different things like that would really help the hobby yeah, I mean, the thing is, a lot of this stuff is like, uh, I, th- I think ultimately it will come. I mean, I think like, I agree. like uh, the the hobby is ever growing. The passion for the hobby is ever growing. The uh, I mean, the growth, the growth in it since when we started, even uh, to now, is so uh, like it's difficult to know, like. Or, like where on the wave are we even uh you like you know is it going to get twice as big as it is now or is it multiple be, times bigger than it is is now? it going to be like new metal music when i was coming up which died very swiftly after? and, and this is the challenge right because obviously if you're getting in i mean obviously i have no idea about finances i have no idea about anything involved in running a larp really um this so, brings me on to my next thing yeah um and this isn't a dig at anyone, but I think it's fairly universal. Is that I think you touched on it there with money. Um, I think I I think LARPs are too cheap in the UK. I think they're too reliant on volunteer staff. Uh, I think like, but then again, I don't know exactly how how much it costs. Right, like. I've done some pen and pencil type numbers for some events and there is now and I'm talking this is recently money in the hobby right so 
running and i think infrastructure comes down to this as well instead of paying someone for a site having your own site um and then being able to monetize stuff having uh like i think there are a lot of game runners but not many event runners right like i think they're kind of different things yeah so the approach of say a large scale festival is very different from how larps are run Um, yeah i mean it's difficult isn't it because it's also like there's some there's also just scales like what are we actually talking about here like for example uh, a small larp yes i think is always like a small indie larp if you like that is like 30 people or whatever yeah. Or, or something like that is always going to have certain so qualities if to you, it. If you run a LARP a few times a year um, and you are doing it because you love that thing, I think there's a big difference between that than, say, a l- extremely large fest LARP that has a very large turnover of money and stuff. Yeah. I think the problem with having so many volunteers is... And I think this is a problem generally throughout LARP is a a lack of professional accountability. I think that's like something that needs to be worked on in the future. But this is all learning stages. And like, bear in mind, like I say all this, I don't run a LARP. Yeah. Um, I, I don't carry that responsibility. Like we have a microphone and we, we talk. This is the, the, the clue is very much in the title of the and, podcast, and, as it always has been. Yeah, and if you listen to the podcast, you pretty much know all of our experiences, right, with this yeah. hobby. Um, so, but, like, I would also like to see a change in how ticket structures work. So, I think in modern Britain, if you earn under 25k a year you're probably in a bracket of um, needing a cheaper ticket. Um, whereas someone that, say, earns 30 to 40k can probably afford 100 quid four times a year to go to an event, you know? Um, I think with that revenue, I'd like to see uh, professional security, HR teams, uh, training for staff, uh, all of that stuff. But then again, I also think, like, you know, remember remember what the internet used to be like? It was the fucking Wild West. Yeah. Anything goes on the internet. And part of me is like, ah, oh, that was great back then. But now we have Netflix and Amazon and YouTube's cleaned itself up and all that stuff. You're not going to see some guy get shot on YouTube, right? Like, so maybe we might learn lose something by a professional well i don't want to see somebody get shot on youtube but <laughs> i know what you mean but like right yeah but yeah, like yeah. if you look at twitter now it's like the the it's now again the wild west you can you can see terrible things being promoted on twitter now like yeah. really mean... horrendous stuff like we we don't really use our twitter anymore because every time i went on it I would end up seeing stuff that was just like just despicable like 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 racist white nationalist shit you know and it was just like oh my god I don't think I want to be part of this as a platform anymore you know I'm not yeah. I'm not saying that fucking Facebook or any of the other social medias are, are, are perfect but like at least some some accountability on it so I don't know I don't know it's it's complicated you know yeah I, for me I guess I just don't have like uh 
you've been to more systems you've had more varied experiences mm -hmm. yeah um so for me bear in mind my experiences and people will know if they've listened to like is empire and one event uh of flying lead i think we're at a tipping point though i feel like yeah like instead of instead of I think for uh, me, uh, yeah, yeah. So I think for me, like, and this is this is separate from like the systems and stuff that you're talking about, which is not really something that I, I, I don't really have a good perspective on it because I've not because you've been to like things in other countries and stuff, yeah. But for me, like, the thing that was really noticeable about flying lead was like the way that it felt like, uh, things that people were doing, uh, it felt like the 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 the. the What's the speed like the speed of the way that things were kind of going back to the the game team and then interacting with the the experience of the the ongoing narrative yep uh, was like way quicker than anything I'd seen at Empire and yep. I don't think that's scalable at Empire but what I mean is there's a certain thing where it's like I like I like that a lot and I would like to see more of that but this is me saying this is somebody well, who's only been to one other event other than Empire if you I, know mean, what I mean I, I don't really want to I don't really want to dunk on uh, Empire, um, but the, I, I do have criticisms for where they are right now. I know those things are changing and all the stuff like this. I think the egregore system is meant to be that. So they're a, they're a funnel for to help out the game, right? Whereas, like, I think the the, the scale of Empire now, um, there are it's too many players for how many buttons are left in the field. And a lot of those buttons are looked after by... I think there's a lot of problem with um, monopolies in Empire and yeah. closed circles. Um, so I, I think there's lots of people... Like, we spent at least our first year or two just wandering around, interacting with mm. players, which is great, yeah. but there was no plot whatsoever. Um, now, you can do stuff like, I know that they search for, um, if you put something in your character description, then they Sometimes they do, mind that, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I think that's something that, for a new player, especially dyslexic, and that how deep the lore is, mm. I think you probably need something a bit more dynamic. Like, like people crew inside the nations getting an idea of what's actually going on inside the nation and then them reporting back to game team uh, to let them know what yeah. the vibe is, what's happening, all this stuff. But then again, I know that Empire, what that, like, this is deliberate, right? Yeah. They want to let like this kind of libertarian point of view of let the, like, the market fix itself, right? Yeah. Like, you set the game parameters, and then everything that happens inside the game space is kind of player-led. So, again, I don't know what the right answer to this is, you know? No, I, yes, I, I, yeah, again, like, I think because... Uh, because the scales of what I've seen have been, like, literally one event at a different system, mm. and I can see how you obviously couldn't run... Uh, like empire that way mm -hmm. just the, the the economy of scales the number of people you would need just wouldn't function uh and uh, like i well, uh, bear in mind i enjoy empire very but, much for what it is for how i'm playing the game but then you'd think like say because like i know that ilop and northern kingdoms they work their butts off yeah and they are constantly talking to the crew and they're constantly feeding back and 
it's a um, it's it feels a lot more dynamic, right? Yeah. Like even if you take, for example, um, Last Northern Kingdoms, um, the letter I got from mm. the bomber, yeah, is amazing. Yeah. Right, it's so much fun to kind of but have stuff like directly. Is that only possible it. because of the scale of the lark, though? Like, but, is that only possible because it's a hundred people or something like that? Or well, well, let is? me put it this way: Why is the scalability a problem? I don't know. That's the that's the thing. I like, just, I don't know. So this would be this would be how you'd find out, right? So what it's more like is structures of things, right? <laughs> so if you want to have feedback from uh, a crew interacting with players well go and have crew interacting with players mm. right like um and then have that directly fed back to the i also think like there are lots and lots of different things happening and like i think that's the volume of stuff like the the let me put it this way andy raff is really good at what he does yeah he's he writes plot. He does an excellent job. But he is one guy. I know they've expanded the team now. So there are... I don't know how many volunteers there yeah, are. how many uh, writers there are, actually. they've got... But it's uh, a lot. And they write, got, like, a small novel every single a, event, yeah, basically. Yeah, literally. Literally, it's like writing a... Literally a novel. It's not even a small novel. It's a novel, each event. And that has to be... In the world, it has to have... Uh, come back from the... So, Empire, the way it works is... We do, so Senate does its thing, Conclave does its thing, all that stuff. And it's those mm. motions that are the things that affect the thing and maybe the, the, mm. and, the and the battles, right? Um, <clears throat> I think it would be really cool to have, like, places inside. So everything goes through God. I think when you start getting to this sort of scale, having the ability for what God does at a specific location in each nation would be a good idea. Yeah. But again, this comes down to infrastructure. But I think there's also like, because I guess my game at Empire is so, like, I don't actually, like, like, my game doesn't actually really rely on any of the other stuff that's going on. And that's both a good thing and a bad thing. Mm. In the sense of, like, really... Uh, the the emotional beats of we're at war, so and so died in a battle. That you know that I grieve over their death. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff that impacts me. Yeah, but like I don't really. There's no there's no power really that Talis has to pull any levers, or it feels like this way to pull any levers in play to affect change, and and also because of the scale of it, there probably shouldn't be necessarily. But like it doesn't. Like I guess. Uh, and it's not even like I feel because again I'm having a ball playing my character, uh, but if I was if I was trying like because I've never had the whole thing like because you've obviously gone for positions like ambassador and senator and these are positions where you feel like maybe you should have your hand closer to those levers because those are things you're pursuing. Like, but my character, obviously, I'm going around blowing bubbles, going to parties and things like that, so it's very different. You see what I mean? So let me use my experience as an ambassador for an example. I only ever met one NPC. And in my whole year I was doing it. And it kind of really... And that NPC went to see another character first. And, like, I, it was... I don't know. It, it didn't really feel like I was really interacting with the other nation. Mm. You know? Like, um, the... 
I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Empire is going through a big transition and change. Like mm-hmm. there's stuff that they've got planned for the future. Um, they're obviously very busy all the time. Mm. I think Claire Evans is going to do a great job. I've t- I've talked to Claire multiple occasions. Right. Mm. I think Claire is fucking brilliant i think she's such a wonderful person she's uh really good with people um she understands empire really well she's been playing for ages she's very intelligent um i think she's gonna do great uh i just feel like empire is kind of creaking a little bit with some of their mechanics at the moment for me personally i love still going to empire and i really enjoy going to empire but for the really really good stuff i'm gonna go to smaller larps yeah, I think uh, it's so tough. I, bear in mind, I adore being my character, yeah. but I feel like, that, and, and I think maybe this is why, subconsciously almost, I haven't done a lot of the stuff that you've done, mm. is because I don't feel like, I, like I don't think I will be satisfied doing some of the things that okay. you're doing. I mean, let's, 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 let's maybe not use, part of the game. Let, I would go let me, for. Let me use an example: going to see the Vlorn Heart, and you didn't have a military unit. Yeah, that sucked. That bummed you out, like, yeah. bad. And you sent emails and were like, please, I will literally do anything. This is, like, a culmination of my character and what they want to do. I'm a healer. It would make sense that I'm going to this thing. Um, and then to be said, like, no, was, like, that kind of sucked. You yeah, know? that did suck. I think that... Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, get, I think that's the... Because that's, the, that's the only time I felt like I've... I've wanted something from the plot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because uh, because as I say, really my character doesn't actually interact with anything else. And this was the one time I, I kind of wanted something from the system. Mm. Uh, and it wasn't there. Which, it's it's fine. I mean, I would say, even at Flying Lead, bear in mind it was my first time going, it's not like Jasper went there and was like shaking up the world and pulling all the levers and going no, crazy, no, no. right? Exactly, yeah. uh, so it's not like the game was responding to my every whim and all that. Uh but I guess I was uh, I was seeing uh, things that like uh, other people were doing and how it was interacting with them, uh, and so some of the stuff kind of was happening uh, around around me. It was just so, yeah. I also, guess for also, me, bear in mind, like ILARP have a really like their crew. You'll see the same faces over and over again yeah. to multiple events, so they are very well practiced they have some really good role players and there's also like um uh there's a a culture at um and culture is one of the the hardest things to kind of cultivate and explore um but they have a very dedicated small band of crew who who literally they know which crew are good at doing which characters, which ones can go on their own and like lead plot and help players mm. get to things. Um, you know, and I think Empire, the scale of trying to find that many reliable people um, unpaid is very difficult. You yeah. know, like... Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's this huge you, challenge, isn't it? I you, mean, you almost need like heads of department. So you're having like, you're in charge of Navarre. Right, and then they will have volunteers under them who will dynamically build off plot. Right, uh, it's but it's difficult. Man. It's really tough. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I, I mean, again, I think like uh, I don't know what I. I you kind of have to maybe scout other 
countries and, and other LARPs and things and see how like their big fest stuff is done. I don't know how the, the Germany stuff works, like the big LARPs they have there. They have uh, like Conquest and uh, Drakenfest. Um, there's lots of interesting stuff in the continent. And bear in mind, I've only very briefly dipped my toe. Because yeah, you to, haven't I've done like a big two. fest LARP in a different No, country, we you? think about going to Conquest maybe next mm. year mm. Um, and taking a, a minibus down and kind of loading up and we all go together. Yeah. Um, they have some really good stuff like uh, like infrastructure wise you get the feeling uh, German infrastructure has got the idea yeah. they're just good at it but the um, yeah I'm curious I don't have enough information on it and yeah. bear in mind like if you're listening to this and being like oh, Dave's talking out of his ass," I may well be talking out of my yeah. ass. Yeah. like I don't know um, yeah. all I know is like I don't know any LARPs that aren't run by really passionate people yeah. who really fucking care about what they're doing. Yeah. Like, that's part of it. Um, the fact that LARP is becoming so popular now, like, this is this is rock and roll. Yeah. Things are developing right now. Like, the, 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 the LARPs that we've been going to are, like, they're building off foundations that were 20 years old, right? Yeah. Like, this is... And we're also living in a world now where um, culturally we've changed a lot, right? Like there's a lot more agency for women. Um, the idea of um, uh, our identity has become front and centre in a lot of these things, right? And like acceptance and inclusion and um, the, the nastier side of things to do with safety and all of that sort of stuff. Like these are big things for people to, to take on. Yeah. Um, it's scary right like we've we have had personal interaction with someone that we thought was a really good dude and turned out to be yeah Yeah. not a good dude and doing very bad things and we had to we had to go through the process of trying to make sure this person wasn't able to harm anyone else and it was very like fortunately the the game i won't even say what game it was were very good about it. Yeah. Really good. But yeah. like, man, that's a lot of responsibility. It's tough, know? right? And I think like, yeah, I mean, all of that side of things, I have no idea, like, like, even where, like, I work, like, HR departments and stuff, I mean, it's like, it's, it must be a nightmare. Like, and that's in a business. Yeah. Like, dealing with, like, staff who are, you know, like, you know, and stuff like that. Like, dealing with like a, a festival or, a LARP it's a lot be of, so there's challenging a lot of trust yeah um, there's a lot of um, and bear in mind like it's we were close to it and there were like kind of huh that's not very good and we talked about it and and spoke to them about it like that yeah. behaviour probably isn't good and we were quite f- stern about it yeah. like but then to find out like oh my god like well, the, 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 so Trying to spot yeah. this stuff is very difficult, and an awful lot of people who are victimised by these people, it's a, it's we unfortunately live in a culture where this stuff is very difficult to come forward for and yeah. to take action, and it takes a lot of bravery to do that. So, fuck, this has gone really dark, yeah. man. But fuck, um, I think to to, to lighten it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry everyone. No, but, uh, I think like uh, one thing that has sprung to me. I think I think it's just because I had the chance to go to other an, another LARP was like the wealth of different um, types of LARP 
and themes of LARP seems to have just only grown and grown and grown. Yep. Uh, and I guess uh, keep on doing more of that is yeah. kind of what I like to see. I like seeing like all of these different like I mean we know people like the the Eerie Light people, yeah. for example, have just sort of come out of nowhere and are making like these new uh, <laughs> systems. They're looking at making a new game and, and stuff. Think, like, and... Their games are fun. Yeah. And really it's just, fun, but but these are, are, are new game makers coming into the the hobby and making things, and it's as the hobby increases, the number of game makers will increase, yes. as well as the number of players and the more experiences that can be made, and, and, all and, of that ga- kind of and stuff. game runners like are learning as they go, and mm. like their game runners now are probably doing a better job than they were five ten years ago and they will continue to learn adapt build up um flow and structure like i did that really good interview with um lou who does um what is it the guys in spain uh i can't remember the, name of the company oh god i forgot it at the time when i was doing the interview it's really embarrassing but talking to them about safety um they deal with significantly more adult and confronting well, like story the rec room a rec room as well is yeah. a really good example yeah. of this um i don't think i've ever felt as safe as mm. i did at requiem mm. which is bizarre because it dealt with some of the most horrendous fucking like uh uh narrative and mechanics and all that stuff but like i don't know art the larp is art mm. And you can do all sorts of that. Yeah. So some things are in bad taste. Some people, their understanding for what good taste and bad taste is... Oh, man. I, like I said, we could literally do an episode on yes, this. Yeah, we kind of almost have. Where we like, almost have. Yeah. There's kind of like... Uh, I don't know if this is just like people checking in and stuff. and Yeah. Uh, and things... I felt like I myself am a lot more confident checking in, but yep. other people seem a lot more confident checking yep. in. Like I a lot appreciate more it when it happens. Yeah, like when I was having all the stuff with Talis happen, mm. uh, and obviously it was quite heavy RP at times, the number of people who just kept checking that I was okay and enjoying myself and having fun mm. was actually like really heartwarming to see that like that's... I, 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 don't, I can't even say if that was something that's always been in the community or if this is like a new ethos that's come in but my experience of it yeah like at that sharper end of it well people care about was you like this is really good everyone was really good with me this is what's really fantastic about LARP is like I've made some really good friends yeah. like um, like I was talking to Ellie this week or last week and I was having a bit of a hard time we just talk on the phone occasionally yeah and we're just homies yeah and it's like i would have never met callum may ellie millie uh, this goes on and on yeah, and on yeah. of people yeah. that are like so gr- important in my life yeah. now um through how wonderful it was going to these events well i think it, like even down like obviously we've always been best mates but we actually get to hang out a lot more now mm. than we have for a while because yeah. of LARP and because of the things we do together and stuff and then there's Bungle in that too and obviously meeting Orion and things I mean it's oh, like yeah. and he's part of the group you know John yeah like you know it's yeah it's it's, it's all of that side of things the, the friends you make along the way kind of stuff <laughs> yeah 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 I mean like I love it 
I absolutely love it still. Anyway, sorry. Let's yeah. go on, that was question. a big question. Jesus Christ, Nick. Next time, fucking give us some warning on that. Christ, man. Uh, <laughs> well, it's from Nicholas Young. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> not again, Nick. Also, Nick's a homie, by the way. Like, yeah. He's a really good friend of yeah, mine. Yeah. Like, uh, He's another good example of that, yeah. Uh, what lessons have you learnt this year due to LARP? Um, we kind of answered we that. We kind of answered that. Do you want to do another one? or? Um, be wary of going on tirades and advice on where you see uh, a LARP going, LARP in, the going yeah, in the future yeah. and where they need to improve because you might end up sounding like an opinionated arse who doesn't know what they're talking about. No, I think you sounded fine. Uh, look, I, I, yeah, I, I, can't, I, I can't think of anything beyond what we said. No. Um, no. Move on. Move Nick's on. an understanding guy. Thanks, Nick. Uh, from Daniel Ward. Uh, uh, what is the thing that you... That, sorry, what... What thing did you do that surprised you the most after the fact? Pulling off the throne vote. Oh my gosh. What? Because you seemed really confident. Yeah, I seemed walking confident. into it. But what was. <clears throat> like, uh, what kind of odds did you give yourself going in? 60 40? In your favour. Yeah. Yeah. I believed that. Um. Because you of... acted a lot more like you were like 80 90%. Yeah. Well, you have to. You have to. You have to. Yeah. If no, no one else is going to be like... For the people... Man, if only I could express actually like how amazing that moment was. To be like... When it all came down and it worked and I was on the outside and I was literally... Everyone was going mental in the crowd uh, there and I was calling out to you. <laughs> you know, get Ashford, get Ashford. You couldn't hear me and you were so in your thing I just stopped because like he's just loving it. Uh, it was so good. What I, a moment! What I once moment. won a I once won a poker tournament, and it was like a quite yeah. big poker tournament. And I had that same feeling of like because you've had your poker face on for so long. Yeah, I've had this before. That you're well, yeah. barely you barely reacting on the outside, yeah. but inside is this huge flood of emotions. Yeah. And it was like the end of a fucking movie. It was, it like, was movie. like it was like yeah field goal kind of stuff we we did it like yeah. um and it was like so much was riding on it like i was gonna get like i'd, I'd gone around and said to those people and people were like that is the dumbest plan ever like yeah. that is that won't work like it's not good this is not gonna happen and then to kind of like keep on and then for it to be like yeah, you know, I could have possibly been revoked as senator yeah if it hadn't have worked right um so good like dude. It's absolutely so crazy. crazy and then for the way it came down to like oh it's been noticed that the senator for Hakinia is moving every time and they were about to shut it down and that one last senator moved and it was like oh, it, it so was crazy. just so perfect that the difference between ultimate success and total abject failure was on an absolute knife edge yeah. um and I knew all of you were rooting for me. Like, I felt it. Yeah. Like, it was... Uh, I felt it. Walking around the crowd and just being, like, dropping the seeds to just random people, like, saying how you move every time was just... It just made me feel like... I was... Not, bear in mind, I was nothing to do with this storyline pretty much at all. Like, you, I'm, no, But you knew all about it. I knew all I about it. telling but, you about it, right? But, like, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, like, Talis knew about it, but, like, I mean, I, I had no influence on the situation beyond 
the shit I'm able to talk in the crowd, right? Yeah. But it was so much fun just to be like in on the know about what was going on and just sort of feeding it to different people so they could be on on the know and then having the little the little buzz go around. Different people like start pointing at you and stuff. It was so much fun. Oh, really? Were yeah, people yeah. pointing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because well, I would tell people and then they'd be they'd point out to their friends who who it was who was moving. Because some people noticed and some people didn't, and they were like, "Oh, it's the." It was really fun. It was so much yeah. fun. Um, God, I forgot the, what. What was the question? Um, it was something about... Oh, no, that's the wrong question. Oh, God. Oh, I, 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 I doubt my your answer's one? as interesting as yours. Oh, God. It's all right. Don't worry. We'll, we'll move on. Oh, we should Go have on. added to the pie. I'm so sorry whoever asked that question. Oh, but, God. I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah. Oh, dear. A question from Callum Jessup. Oh, okay. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Um, I always said really nice things about Callum. How many baby bells can Dave fit into his mouth? How many pairs of shoes can Talis stuff down his trousers? For the insightful, the searingly insightful questions, you can only look to Callum. Yeah. Now, the big questions, the hard-hitting questions. You don't like cheese. So no. a baby bell, how many baby bells if, can you put in your mouth? If they were still in the wax, I think I'd probably do better. Um, God, you I hate can, it so much. I can actually fit my fist in my mouth. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, gosh. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, guys. You can't. And not many people can do that. Not many people can do that, Ian. Some things you see and you cannot unsee. Now, I've You're lucky never, this is an audio-only podcast. I've never been able to see myself, obviously, put my fist in my mouth. But everyone I've shown that to mm. has a similar to look to how you yeah. have now. Mm. It's, they think it's quite horrifying, like a... Like a snake Like a snake dislocated. <laughs> exactly, Ian. Yeah. When they swallow something that's just oh. a little too large. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know how big a baby bell is. But I feel like quite confident that I'm like a hamster. The thing is, it feels like you could kind of end up choking on a few. Oh, oh I'm that, definitely. That that sounds like it's going to be horrendous to watch, like and and to do ten. Yeah, I'll, I'll say ballpark ten. ten. Now, how many pairs of uh, <laughs> shoes can he put down his trousers? Depends on the size of the shoes. Depends on the size. Are we talking like? And uh, are they loafers or are yeah, they you see. boots? Like, <laughs> like if they're Crocs, they in sport mode or not? Yeah, <laughs> there's lots of questions. There's variables. You've got to be more I specific. I have a bunch of shoes in the hallway, <laughs> but I don't think. Uh, yeah. Also, how elasticated are my trousers? I would say uh, at least yeah. minimum one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I reckon nine, ten, ten as well. I reckon I could get ten. At least ten. If if they're compactable, shoes. are those stretchy? Is it pretty stretchy? Are they? I reckon we. I reckon we're thinking way too long. I reckon 20 could go in those 20? I'm not sure I could fit You'll 20. be bulging and it'll be uncomfortable, but... Yeah, but gonna... I, 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 comfort is, is paramount. Listen, if you're trying to get to see how many you can actually put in your trousers, sometimes you've got to... Listen, I just put my fist in my mouth. <laughs> you are you and I am me. <laughs> That's all I'll say on the matter. All right. <laughs> all right. Um, from, uh, from Oily. Um, what is your post-lap ritual? We are kind of... Uh, doing it now I suppose our post-LARP ritual is not to talk about LARP uh, we can't is... talk about it oh, oh my gosh. god it's going to be so nice Ian Ian we can actually talk about we LARP we can just be like here's all the things that happened and we don't have to wait and not talk to each other about it yeah. and write notes 
oh. you can just be like holy shit this just happened oh my gosh and like one of the things uh that you guys don't get to see is like when we sit down to record these um the especially when it's right after an event that we've yeah. both been to so say it's right after an empire event we both sit down we've you know, <clears throat> sort of scheduled time i travel over we sit down and record it pour out some drinks the urge to just talk about the things we have to literally, we literally say, have to be like this is podcast stuff that's LARP content we yeah. literally can't talk about that and, and we'll just fall into it because we're yeah. that excited about we have to about stop it. each other yeah. all the time consciously like, so it's really hard uh, yeah, that that is. It's going to be interesting. I guess we will discover a new LARP ritual uh, post this. Um, other than that, I know you're a big fan of a bath. You love your bath. Let me. Now you settle in, everyone. I'm going to yeah. give you Dave's post LARP ritual. So, pack up the car. Yeah. Get away. I live 35 minutes away. Lucky bastard. I get in. My body is broken. Mm. Uh, my mind is a. a swirling with all the things that happened that weekend i come in i dump all the stuff on the ground i maybe sit on the couch for a short time and space out Mm. maybe some youtube Mm. um and then i very much enjoy having a a nice hot bath Mm. with some candles i usually listen to like some fantasy classical music nice so i don't have to like concentrate on like an audio book yeah i just let my like memory and imagination go and i soak in the tub and i'm like you know process everything and then i have i have a really dirty takeaway uh which is usually like half a chicken (laughs) peri peri chicken yeah with fries and a biryani mm. and then i have garlic and herb dip uh and i smash that into my oh enormous mouth and then Which you can fit a whole fist in literally yeah and Jesus. um yeah and then i kind of like lay on the couch like uh like a beached whale um and then like i uh you know see go to bed i think like this is where i'm jealous of you uh my post lot ritual is pack up way later than everybody else because i've got so much shit mm. and have to play car tetris yeah uh leave very late uh drive back stop off at some place to pick up some kind of food to put in my mouth i've not slept at this point yeah, because you're up until 4 a.m. Uh, if, you know, I'm up very, very, till the wee hours every single day. So I'm running on fumes of fumes often by the time I get home. Mm. And then it's like everything I can muster the will to do, I pack away that night. No. And then uh, no, just to get it so it doesn't trouble the wife. And then I... Uh, have the next day off. Uh, oh my god, next day off is, is big and clever. Big and clever. Um, um, and I kind it's very difficult to put Talis down for that first evening. The voice takes a while to go, and uh, <laughs> I have to kind of, I have to kind of like suddenly cycle out of 
like the little hand gestures and, and articulations yeah. need to sort of slowly fade away. This is 100% true, by the way. He, Ian will talus for a few days afterwards. Yeah. Uh, and um, like when we're, a pr- this, this goes for when we're actually warming into an event as well. On the Friday, I have I kind of become more and more talus. Uh, sometimes like Thursday, to be honest with you. Um, so yeah, that takes some time to go. And then... I, I, I'm still just buzzing, so I just probably spend an, uh, an unhealthy amount of time on the Facebook group for Navarre or whatever, posting things, responding to things, saying all the nice things to all the wonderful people who are there and are, and are awesome, and I just love the company of um, because uh, yeah, I, mean, I, I, I love I just I love it. So I also much. shoot an occasional message off to people, like maybe the my crew. Uh, maybe the you know individuals yeah. that I've had experience yeah, with, yeah. or maybe didn't have a chance to see, yeah. or checking in. We talk very little uh, yeah. on purpose, yeah. I, I suppose. Because we have of the podcast. to, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, it'd be interesting. I'd say we're going to hopefully make new LARP rituals. Uh, yeah, yeah. Your turn. Good stuff. Also, if you're listening to this in the bath, you're welcome. Um, Chris Thompson. How do you deal with soiled clothing mid-LARP? Can't exactly throw it in the wash, I don't imagine. <laughs> well, I mean, if it's Mudpocalypse, yeah. uh, and it's your first event, and yeah. you have very little kit to speak of... Yeah. Uh, you're fucked. You're fucked, uh, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, um, the, yeah I mean, it's... <clears throat> I'm at the stage where I've got a lot of spare kit that I bring all the time. Comfort is paramount. Uh, and I take my comfort very seriously. Yes, you do. <laughs> I take my comfort very seriously. Um, so, to be honest with you, I just put stuff away and put new stuff on. I have lots of... Uh, like I have a duplicate of pretty much most parts of my kit at this stage. Um, so <laughs> uh, when it comes to me... Chris, I'm in the fucked category. Um, a lot of my LARPs only have one version of that. Mm. Gellert's a little bit easier because I have like uh, brown crappy shirt mm. one, mm. brown crappy shirt two. Uh, I have like three or four different pairs of trousers, a bunch of socks, and then a couple of over like layers over the top so I can yeah. kind of mix and match a little bit you, you've been quite wise with like because for example that sort of uh, coat that you wear mm-hmm. instantly sells the girl look with the seat shells things which of course is not something that can get ruined in any way nope. and of course your your uh, hair the way you do your hair with yeah. the uh, that, that's something again which can't really be soiled or ruined in, uh, I mean unless it was absolutely torrential yeah uh, and it's so, quite like um like trying to come up with like signifiers for characters, which is uh, obviously another question and probably a whole episode in its own right. But um, yeah, like uh, I, <laughs> yeah, in fact, I can't really tell that story. Yeah. I, I have had an outfit get ruined, yeah, and uh, then I had to wear pretty much not what my character was wearing, <laughs> and, including Crocs. <laughs> It wasn't good, Chris. <laughs> listen, listen. It, <laughs> it wasn't good, Chris. Sometimes I'm forty, man. Do you know sometimes, what I mean? Jesus. Sometimes you get the world. Sometimes the world gets you. Fucking hell. Yeah, it this was grace. Right, go on, Mr. Jones. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one's. <laughs> 
if you know, you know. Um, <laughs> um, or that moment where, do you remember the lap dance? Yeah, I, I wasn't going to bring it up. <laughs> I got a lap dance? Oh, no. <laughs> I, when, I, when I had to describe to you that you're... <laughs> so bad. You were, you were aggressively friendly to me. Oh... <laughs> You were you were great. Went you to were the wonderful. pub meet up and a guy was like, "You licked my face." And I was oh like, "Oh god. my god!" Oh, you, it, yeah, it was your birthday. I we, came we were in all... like a wrecking ball. Yeah. Jesus, you had a very good. I time. don't get like that often, but no, when I do, I think that is that is the the most I've seen. Um, now uh, this <laughs> one's from Daniel Wilde. I love you, dude. Uh, what role play moment are you most proud of? It's tough, actually. Um, God, I'm just, my mind is just swimming, all kinds like of different things. Flicking through images of amazing things that we've done. Most proud of as well. Uh, organizing Simwick's funeral. Yeah, and getting Pud to come along. That was and, uh Generally, all of that. Because seeing Callum ugly cry was one of the... Mm. I was like... Yeah. Got him! Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it was yeah, like... Yeah, and everyone was, was really like... Oh, uh, everyone's on... Everyone's teetering on the edge. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, let's... This is really sad. Let's listen to a song by Pud. Yeah. And this will help. Yeah. And Pud oh. has... He's a voice of an angel. Yeah. Um, and he... He set... Every, and it once it started... Everyone was fucking crying. Yeah, like yeah, it was, was really good, amazing. Sinwig's funeral was fantastic, and then you had to bear in mind there's Morgan's funeral as well, right? There was it was so much. Uh, it was it's huge. How about you? Oh, that is a really good one. I think. Um, what about the the fashion? The fashion show? Yeah, I was going to say the fashion show is the obvious one because you um, were so happy after that. Yeah, the first fashion show was incredible to get to do it to be big and really here I am about it was fantastic. Another one would be uh, properly being the captain of the Navarches, uh, getting to do my pre-battle speech, uh, it being fucking cool. And actually doing... When Talis was doing well as Navarcha's captain, um, it, it was... A, that was really good. Because it's not... Again, I never thought I would lead anyone in anything. I've never yeah. led anyone in anything. Like, I've never had, like, in any part of my life, any seniority in any part of anything. Uh, so... Uh, and I felt I was legitimately... I know we take the piss out of me a lot, uh, and rightly so. I, I think who I deserve it. takes the piss out of you? I'll have a word with you. <laughs> you let me know who they I, are, I and think, I'll tell them to back I think off. I was legitimately quite good at what I did. Of course you were, dude. Um, um, yeah, but I think that's true. Like, the same for me getting elected as senator was like uh, uh, a really huge achievement. And yeah. I was really proud Personal of it. Personal achievement, you know? right? Um, all right, cool. Uh, is it me? Yeah. Another question from <laughs> another question from Matty. Be honest. How often do you think about the Roman Empire? Quite a lot. I also because this is a bit of a meme. Yeah. And I was like, I don't think about the Roman Empire that much, but that's a lie. Yes. I. That's a filthy lie, especially with you. Yeah, I watch a lot of those like animated battle YouTube. I know you do. Like History March and all that stuff. That yeah. like. The Intel report. 
I, 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 can, I have a big. I, I, they, that's my, that's my chill out. Yeah. Is to watch, like medieval and whatever battles that happened back yeah. in the day, Napoleon's greatest. Like, yeah. All of this stuff, um, and in all of this, the Roman Empire. And Byzantium, which is yeah. like the Eastern Roman Empire and the last vestiges of yeah. what the Roman Empire, like their effect on history was huge. They are also the bad guys. Like, <laughs> don't get that wrong. I'm not fanboying over the Romans. The Romans were massive dicks. Like, and we should not like. Yeah. Um, we should not. We should take cautionary lessons off the Romans. Not weren't they great um but yeah uh, to answer your question matty a lot a lot i would say a lot but not as much as dave (laughs) yeah i actually saw a a thing that was talking about why modern men um think about the roman empire so much and like this psychologist perspective on it was it's like this romanticized version of uh masculinity yeah. and i was like oh god like maybe that is why i uh, uh we why modern men think about it so much it's uh it's interesting because working uh with a lot of historical maps like <clears throat> i do the fascination with uh rome the holy roman empire byzantium constantinople all yeah. of this kind of stuff uh the uh relation of it into early children's atlases the context uh going back to historical atlases you know in the sort of the 16 17 1800s looking back at this kind of time period it's very prevalent very very prevalent so if if you want to get more into it i think uh this has always been a very big thing uh and uh i think we we both have a bit of an interest in history. Yeah. Um, and I think it's hard to look at history without looking at that. But then again, I also take an interest in a whole bunch of other stuff. Like, I'm always trying to learn about geopolitics and the way the world works and why things are the way they are now. And, and you always have to go back. And I think, like, the Romans were a big part of what... They're, they still have repercussions now. It's fascinating. Yeah. History is fascinating. Uh, the world is fascinating. Yes, uh, the world is a fascinating place. So, from uh, page, we have... Ooh, page, yeah, nice. nice. Uh, what moment during LARP, uh, while you were there, did you think, this is what this hobby is all about? Oh, fucking some of the battles yes. are, like... Especially the Empire battles are, like... I. Like, there are certain battles when you're with your homies and you're setting out onto the field and it's like, this is what the fuck it's all about. So much of the stuff. Like, you can just fly through so many things. The singing as Navarre on the way to a battle is oh, amazing. I love that. As Fawn, as Fawn, all of that, right? Yeah. With, uh, the battles themselves are incredible. But, out, out, like, outside of the battles, um... There's some strength. There's there's ones like, for example, Demarion's whole thing in the Glory Square where yeah. he did the 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 the, the thing to uh, win his lady loves kind of like uh, affection. We everyone ran out like it was like like a a teen movie, and our our our, our guy had come good, and we were like cheering him, hugging him, and I was just like, um, these are all people who I, I before these few random encounters in life I never knew 
uh, and we're cheering about uh, and, and, and celebrating this thing here now in this place. And now so we're happy gang for each other. and united. And it was just like um, this would, this would never like this is this is like something that would never occur, right? Uh, so like for me, something like uh, uh, that that really sticks out. Sinwig's uh, Sin- funeral uh, is another big one. Uh, also the uh, the Crimson Reapers hosting the uh, Jolly Jackdaws party the scale the size the grandeur of it fucking party and it was a really good party it was the place to be and I was just like uh, it's not even I wasn't really even involved in the situation really at all I was just a person there attending I was like this is what it's all about people celebrating each other's awesomeness uh, oh I'm gonna throw in yeah. um New player skirmish, mm. like helping out new players, is like in, in general. I absolutely love new players. Like yeah. I, I, I love talking to them. I love helping them out. I love like getting them into the game. Like that's really fucking cool. That's kind of what the whole ritual about. for you has definitely been this year. Taking on the new player skirmish, I, it's just so. I think it's. Really... I feel so privileged to do it. Mm. It, it really like. Whenever I'm feeling a little bit anxious or not really feeling it, like going to the new players' skirmish, I always complain. I'm always like, "Oh man, I have to go to the fucking new players' he skirmish." He complains so much. I get for my everybody. little shoes on, he... and I'm like, "Oh my god, I just want to hang out and get into the zone." And then when I get there, yeah. I'm like, and I get given my own little block of of yeah. new players, and I'm just like. I couldn't be fucking happier right now. This is great. And they, they go charging in and they're all full of gusto and beans and they, they love it. And Do I, you think it's that same uh, character element of yourself that is the type of person who would uh, ri- ridicule someone for being a archer and then themselves get a bow? <laughs> it's the parallels there. Carry on. Next question is from Jim again. Uh, would, you, would the LARP noobs ever consider hosting their own event either... Uh, Empire player event or an independent LARP aside from Dave LARP obviously obviously Um, we not as the LARP noobs but we did actually I was involved in writing a design doc for a LARP Mm. which was we bid for which was unsuccessful I still think that would be pretty good Mm. um so I feel like, in my capacity anyway, I may well assist people running LARPs rather than run one myself. Yeah, I think that's probably the reality of what it is. Yeah, um, I'll be much more interested in spending that time um, DMing a, a campaign for my friends, for example, in yeah. a D and D campaign or something like that, than taking on a LARP. So me personally, no. I've yeah I don't think again I would go into running a LARP uh, and stuff like that I've, as with everybody I'm sure I have plenty of ideas about systems and your ideas and are things. really good though um, yeah I've, I've got lots of stuff I, I think of I think they're pretty pretty decent but, but they're um, excellent they're really um, good I really enjoyed uh, the writing of stuff and the making of stuff for the Eerie Lights uh, yeah. event that we did making the silly uh, herb cards and and things for people, making all the little subplots that everybody yeah. had and stuff, and Bit feeding those out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and turning uh, something that was really just a social get together into more of a plot based thing from from nothing and with very short time time turnover. It's actually something I really enjoyed. Uh, I would probably so, like to get 
into writing for LARPs. So what you're saying is that we're more consultants than game writers. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Like, part of me thinks maybe one day. But who knows? Yeah, cool. All right. Uh, this is a really nice question to end this on. This is the last this one. This is the last question. We did it. We did it. It's a really nice question to end on. Uh, feels like a, a full circle question from the wonderful Robert Ashley Burden. Oh. Um, if there was one piece of advice you could give to those guys who recorded episode one, what would it be? Don't buy uh, Wish stuff. Don't buy Wish stuff. That was... <laughs> no. Oh, man. Um... Um, oh man um, I think I would be like it's something that we've kind of learnt now which is one thing that's really great and actually this is a great question to end on yeah, because it will lead yeah. us into talking about us kind of generally pulling away from the podcast and, and, and doing other things um, one thing that's making the podcast was like I like the idea of trying to do it from a, a new perspective of new players mm. um, and I think that was very successful but one thing that was kind of really surprising and humbling and great was um, people just making us talking and listening to us chat on part of their LARP world and like I would say make the thing that you want to make mm. and don't worry about how it's received or if it's perfect mm. or whatever because let let the audience decide right yeah. like and I think this is something that's good for a lot of different things yeah. like give yourself a chance and just do it yeah and enjoy the process of doing it and don't aim for anything mm. like i had a terminal case of uh basically starting projects and never finishing them mm. uh and basically uh doing the podcast doing larp uh was one of those sort of things in life where it's like i actually started to 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 do things and release things and be happy with uh, you became a crafting machine. Yeah, actually putting stuff out and in, improving, and you designed uh, Lamlar armor and built it. Yeah, like crazy stuff that I never thought I would do again. But it's like, so I guess advice would really be just like um, ha ha have courage in yourself and your endeavors, and uh, confidence in your failures and your ability to grow from them. Um, because I've it's that it's that classic stuff all the cheesy lines where it's just like you, you do actually learn a lot more from the Doing. things but also just from not succeeding mm. and from failing and through struggling um, and also uh, one of the, the the best things you learn along that is also a degree of patience and that's not in terms of uh, often you can mistake in yourself patience for um, hesitation uh, and there's a difference uh, where you kind of understand that like you're on a process of improvement rather than fearful to take the next step to improvement and everything's iterative towards that next uh, promise of whatever it is on the horizon you're pursuing um, yeah I, I, yeah, it's been a hugely fulfilling also endeavor. trust the audience right like um, I think we caveat we still, we're still both guilty of this is caveating things that we say like mm. I feel like 
you know, having confidence to that people are going to take you as you are with your best intentions. Yeah. Like, um, and bear in mind, like, we're not scripting this. Uh, yeah. They're barely edited. Like, I say barely, like, very, <laughs> we've, like... We've not edited for a long time. A long time. Yeah. Um, and um, we, like, I think if someone gets the wrong impression of yeah. something that you've said, like, let me put this way, especially in the early episodes, I listened back to them uh, and I was like, that's not what I meant to say. Or, mm. and I think this is something very much like, it's kind of unique to if you hear, like, who hears themselves recorded yeah. and have freeform conversations with their buddy? Like, we're not professionals. We literally, we're not journalists. We're not presenters. We're yeah. not trained in any yeah. no way. media skills no. at all. I know that comes across obviously, but like for us, it's been um, we've had to learn on the job. With I think the stuff that we've learned though has been really important. Like yeah. um, huge life lessons. Yeah, but even in like production level mm. stuff, like uh, I've learned to. Like the some of the interviews I've done have actually been pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. um and like like I would say things like like the the where I interviewed Roz about being the um Imperatrix. That's a good interview. Yeah. Like um there were obviously excellent um people to talk to, but um I was so comfortable in that like I'm here to talk about this and try and get perspective on what it's really like to, to to be in this position and it was just a really nice conversation like uh yeah we have some uh like occasionally people get in touch and they have an idea for an episode mm. um and it, it's it's sometimes we do p- pick up on stuff and sometimes we don't and often some of the reasons we don't um uh, it, it is basically it's the kind of thing where that that's probably something like that sounds like it's like an artistic challenge for the person themselves to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a lot of those. And sometimes people present an idea and what it actually is, is like, it's, it's actually their Mm. passion project. They should, they should do. And, and, uh, we, we also have a, actually I can just talk about this now. We can just talk about it. Uh, we have a, we had come up with a, a, a rule really early on. Yeah. If someone asks to be a guest, that kind of almost automatically takes them off the table. And I know this sounds crazy. Like, that's a... What a weird rule to have. It has served us so well, yeah. right? Like, um, it's, it's weird. Even me talking about it now, I can't really articulate why it works so well. But it's just worked really well for us. Yeah. Um, uh, like, we, we, we never cover LARPs that we've never been to. Yeah. Um, whereas we've been asked to do that before. Like, we're like we have to go to an event otherwise we're not going to be able to talk about it because like there's a weird responsibility with having any level of audience and we want to give our unbiased unfiltered real point of view about our experiences and i think like 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 i said before we've turned down advertisers yeah. like because we don't want to sell you something that we don't, don't yeah. necessarily want like yeah, uh, I- you know it's um I think, like, trying to keep the LARP noobs what it is... Being ethical, right? Yeah, uh, ethics is really important it, to us. And it's like... Um, diversity in guests. Yeah. Like, we try really hard to try and have... Yeah. Um, and I think with, like, 
Tim Baker and uh, has been a really wonderful source for me to find people to have on the podcast. Mm. Um, and we often talk about it, right? Like, and yeah. I don't ever feel like we've got in um, guests to fill a quota. We just find excellent people that represent all parts of the hobby. Yeah. And I think that's... Uh, I'm really proud of of I think, what we've done, you know? Yeah, I think that, like, there's so many things that come into, like, us stepping back. And, and like, when we spoke about it... Uh, and it's... Uh, th- obviously, it's been ongoing conversation over a, a stretch of time. But it became kind of serious, I suppose, the last sort of few months, I suppose. Yeah, September, right? Yeah, and I think, like... I'm very proud of everything. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm really, really proud of it. Uh, I'm really satisfied artistically with it. Yeah. Uh, creatively with it. Uh, uh, expressively with it. I'm so happy when we've met people that listen to the podcast, um, how happy it makes them. Mm. Like, it really is. Like, when I started telling people um, that we, I was thinking about stepping away from the podcast um people were genuinely bummed out about Mm. it and it like there was it's like something that i'm kind of i'm kind of scared about is like i don't know who you are out there listening to this um but like it's definitely not because of of uh, you guys or anything Hell like no. that it's just our, I, our listener base are the best yeah. fucking people so good uh, they're so nice that's the hardest part about it actually oh, they're is, so keen they're yeah. creative they're like really fun yeah. um they're, they're never overbearing they're just fucking great you don't ever fuck with our game yeah. you it like interact with us in the best ways like our listener base are so good fucking amazing people like they're so nice Uh, i remember i went through a period where i got really paranoid about meeting people and whether they were only talking to me because i do the podcast right Mm. and um after a while i couldn't tell who had and who hadn't right and after a while i just let that go that thought wasn't helping me in any way. No. Um, and when I would speak to someone and they'd be like, oh yeah, by the way, really love the podcast. I'm yeah. like, fuck, I would have never had a fucking Scooby, Scooby at all. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, so uh, yeah, the, 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 the listeners have been incredible, but also there's, <clears throat> there's so much that again, like I feel like our stories have been really nicely told throughout all of this, like both as us but also our characters and the various systems we've played. There are other voices out there like Million Bung, um, but also there's other podcasts yeah. as well. Like the the quality of things like Larps and Tarps, uh, obvious one, and we could go through so many others. Shouts on when we started and, five and a half years yeah. ago, there was like one guy in Navarre was, had just been doing some YouTube stuff and he stopped doing it. I can't remember his name. Uh, Neon something. Neil What's Magpie. Yeah, Neil Magpie really nice guy um and like the but now you're spoiled for choice yeah like um in the promo that we shot like there's there's so many good people there um and the people that we've met like i could talk about the people i've met and spent time with yeah the larps and tarps guys are fucking great i love that they're they're really really nice um steve is always up for a big hug and say hello and all that stuff like 
Um, I'm friends with Sophie and James from the Fancy Nuts podcast. Obviously, the degenerates of the uh, the band Shatterstone Diaries. Like, you know, these are people I've spent a fair amount of time yeah, with, and yeah. it's like, um, I think it's, uh, I don't know. I feel like there's the the world doesn't need us anymore. Like we're we're yeah, we're, and, and, not that they ever did, but do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, I think, but like, not even in a bad way. No, not even like I don't think there's anything. Uh, wrong about anything I, I say I'm very proud of everything we've done I just feel like uh, it's it's just a nice time it's a nice time to have the Indiana Jones uh, ride off into the sunset yeah, and um, I'm actually like there are going to be other projects that me and Dave take on yes um, we've the, got the, other uh, plans literally the, a lot of this as well is that there are other stuff that I want to pour my creative juices yeah. into um, we're we're going to do some role play stuff basically yeah. uh, we've recorded some stuff uh, Chris, uh, a friend of ours, is going to be helping out with editing stuff. So there might be more video projects. There's a lot of stuff that I need to do. But now, uh, once we get past January, yeah. I'm going to be able to give a lot more time and attention doing that. And basically, I think I like the idea of releasing our first episode for that project on the LARP Noobs, just so you're aware of it and you can listen in. And if you want to listen to that and then come and join us yeah. in the other project, that would be cool. Um, but like, listen... Millie and Bung are going to do a fantastic yeah. fucking job. Yeah, I think you're in uh, really safe hands. And good. you're in for real, like, interesting and different stories. Yeah. And I think and ultimately f- you'll find that a much richer experience. They're than what- fucking funny. Yeah. They're going to be great. Um, and they're going to go through a lot of the stuff that we went through. <laughs> it's going to be great to watch it. Um, I think, bear in mind, I, I'm sure uh, through osmosis, uh, the storylines of Gellert and Talis and the other various things uh, yeah, sh- will pop up. I'm sure you'll hear about our characters more, but, um, um, but they're, they're, they're like, they're doing their own things and they're having a great time. And uh, yeah, I think they're, they're going to smash it, dude. Yeah, they're like, going to be so um, good. They're going to be fantastic. The, the, like, I, I think the 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 LARP Noobs podcast, yeah. which the name you hated it when we first started. I, I really hated the name when you we started. You hated it so much. I know. And now it's like good. It is we've, good. We've we've managed to turn it around and turn it into something else. Yeah, and it's yeah. Good. It's it's become its own thing, and um, it's been a real pleasure to be part of. It's been such an honor. Yeah. I, I, I can't express how much it's meant to me to see the. And and the little line goes up like more people listen to us now than when we started, and um, we've had people come up to us and say that they got into the hobby because of what, what our episodes, and the range of those people is like that's the fucking best. Yeah, that is literally yeah. the best when they're like, I got into this because of listening to the podcast, and that's like, um the most that that's that's our aim that was our mm. to enhance the hobby to make it better yeah. to make it more inclusive and fun and know what to expect and give advice and learn from our mistakes we literally made all, all of them yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah I think I think we've always tried to be as uh, honest as we can be uh, and put out all the positive vibes we can and be uh, just Dude, a force of good for it we, all. we've got to meet amazing people i've got to interview so many interesting fun people um we've never phoned it in we've always been passionate and fun and all that stuff right like it's been really really great 
Um, I I just want to give you a, a big old smooch, listener. Yeah. I want to give you a, two kisses on the cheeks. Hold your head in my hands and just look into your eyes with a a smile on my face and just say thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming along this journey with us. Um, uh, it's you've made both our lives yeah life changing yeah genuinely life changing i think uh, uh i think i can only yeah i can only really repeat what dave said but basically uh the 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 quality of change you've made in my life and in dave's life and things if it's it's hard to to really put into words it's um Goodbye is emotional. But it's, it's sad uh, now. It's it is sad, sad now. But in a good way. I mean, it's bittersweet, right? Um, we've loved it. We've loved it. Um, and um, we, we've we've just loved being, I guess, strange little voices in your ears talking uh, <laughs> silly things. Yeah. I still love the fact that like, we had Jim listen to us on the Arctic Circle. Uh, we met Violet, um, who was our yeah. Kazakhstani listener. Yeah. Um, uh, like, we get to see... Um, where the listeners listen geographically in the world. Yeah, you get all the data, don't we're, you? We're a few months ago, we're blown up in Sweden. Amazing. This time around, Bulgaria. Bulgaria is getting big. Um, it's like I love the idea of people listening to this all around the world <laughs> doing all sorts of stuff. You know, it's <laughs> fucking cool. Like appearing into yeah, your yeah, world, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. Man, you're doing something uh, mundane. You're on a train or something. You're on a train. You're on. You're listening a to this waffle. You're on a bus in Laos. They've you're... still giving me shit about having a bow. Yeah, you're you're <laughs> you're doing college work in a in a, a university in Washington, right? Like yeah. it's 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 like there's, um, and we've had some really nice correspondence with people. Yeah. Um, yeah, shit, man. Yeah. Shit. Uh, let's thank our patrons. Let's thank our patrons. Um, uh, do you want to do... We'll do... We'll do one each, okay? So, okay, wow, okay. I'll start off with Ralph Wellington. Thank you, Ralph. Uh, Rook... Gl- Gl- Glanton. Glanton? Rook Glanton. Uh, Paul Venner. Uh, Stefan Belf. Uh, Els- uh, Ellis Q. Detri... DT. DT. Detty. Detty. Detty R. Roz, uh, Jason Lesnar. Oh fuck! I got Mark, Mark Kurigian, Kurigian, <laughs> Violet, Kurigian, <laughs> Violet. Yeah, uh, Daniel Wild, uh, Charles Yarnold, and that's it. That's it. Thank you so much. Thank Good you to all of you, and also thank you to people that have supported us over the years. That's yeah. only just a small taste of the people that are actively supporting the, the podcast at the moment. But there've been people over the years, and we really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, and all of you listening. Yeah, man. Fuck, dude. Fuck, dude. Hey, and it. thank you, buddy. Yeah, dude. Thank man, you, come here. Yeah. Come here, buddy. Yeah. Dude, what what a ride. What a ride. As as my total druid yeah. said, yeah. it's time. Or, it's time. Um, yeah. We're going to be... I can't wait for you to hear the other stuff we have planned. Um, if you are actually genuinely like really bummed out or just want to reach out like we'll still be around on the social media stuff so so get in touch yeah. like uh it's it's there's gonna be good stuff happening but yeah yeah cool well should we sign off the old the old classic one yeah strength of the empire strength to navarre
Love you, buddy. Love you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole.